Tech Valley Center of Gravity is a makerspace, prototyping center, manufacturing incubator, STEAM Education Center and Creative Community, and Dan Falkenstrom, Operations Director at Tech Valley Center of Gravity, joins me now. Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Yeah, thank you. So what is the center? Beyond those little buzzwords that I just gave, like, what is it actually? Can you... Describe also just like the smell, like the the feeling of being in that space. Yeah, yeah. So really, a, a makerspace is a at its core a community workshop. So we're a, a space where anyone can come access our tools, equipment, workspace, and also just the creative community that that hangs out there. So we're we're at the corner of Third and Broadway in downtown Troy. The first floor has these giant floor to ceiling windows, so it's a very light filled space. And it's a space filled with a lot of activity. So there's always people, uh, you know, cutting, drilling, building, uh, using our laser cutters, 3D printers. Uh, so someone walking by, looking through the windows, you know, they just might see a couple people on computers because that's what's right there in front of the windows. But in our basement is where we have our woodworking room, our welding, our machining. So people cutting metal, um, putting things together. Uh, there's really just so much going on there. It's a very just an active workshop space. So woodworking, welding, so many other things do need training. Is that a part of the space or does someone need to have a certain amount of expertise before using these equipment? Yeah, education is a, it's a big part of what a makerspace is. Uh, the whole community is sharing their skills. So anyone coming into the space for the first time, uh, if you already have experience using tools, you just have to go through a safety orientation, go over all of our safety rules and procedures. Then you're allowed to use whatever equipment that you already know how to use. And if there's anything you don't know how to use, we can do one-on-one -on -one classes uh, and we'll do project-based classes. Or you can just ask other people that are around, hey, haven't used a table saw in a while. Can you give me a refresher? And someone is generally very open to giving 10, 20 minutes of their time to show someone else how to do something. So the people who are a part of this space, is it somebody who has like a home DIY project that they want to do? Or are they running a business on the side? What are the kind of scope of people who are involved here? Yeah, the, the common thread is anyone who is making something physical. And that, that spans a wide range of things. So we have people who are doing home renovation projects. We have tech startups working on new hardware products. And they have to do prototyping or short-run manufacturing we have artists working in all sorts of mediums. We're seeing a lot more uh, taking advantage of digital fabrication tools, so 3D printing or uh, computer-controlled machining uh, and blending that with more traditional art forms. Uh, so it's a pretty wide range. We also have a lot of game developers, so people doing video game development and everything that surrounds that. Uh, that's, a, that's a form of making and it's a form of creation and it definitely has a place at, at the COG. You mentioned the availability of classes to get trainings and to get new expertise. What are the hours of classes that typically occur? So our classes are, they're generally pretty short. Uh, mm -hmm. So um, building access is, is 24-7. Anyone can, you know, people can come in at any time, uh, depending. And there's a couple different membership levels that provide different amount of access. For classes, uh, we'll generally do anything as short as 30 minutes, one hour, if it's a just a quick skill, learning how to use one particular tool. But we'll do anything up to four-hour classes, eight-hour classes. And then we're working on some things that will hopefully be a little bit more in-depth, so some multi-week sessions. Uh, so it really spans the, spans the wide range. 
So I'm thinking of like someone who works to a nine to five, how available are those classes to them? So I know me, I'm often working at radio. A lot of things happen at 6 p.m. So um, is there also weekend classes that take place or is it just a, a real variety of classes that's best to check yeah, out the website? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're very flexible. Uh, so you can definitely check our website and see when our pre-scheduled classes are, but we'll also do custom things. So if we're doing a one-on-one -on -one class, we can schedule that at any time. Whenever the instructor is free, whenever the student is free, they just kind of work together and figure out a time. That happens on nights, it happens on weekends, happens at six in the morning on a weekday, uh, pretty much whatever, whatever they can make happen. And you have a program, the Small Business Support Program. Can you talk a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so this is a, it's a grant funded program through the Troy Now Initiative. And what we've noticed over the years, uh, our one of the biggest barriers of entry to the makerspace is the cost. We kept it as low as we possibly can. Now, it's actually a lot cheaper than a lot of co-working spaces uh, that are out there. And, but membership dues still only cover a fraction of what it costs to operate the makerspace. Uh, and yet still, even with that, we know that barrier to entry, that financial barrier to entry is pretty large, especially to someone starting a business that already has a lot of money they're going to have to put into their, their new venture. So what we were able to do is take some of this grant funding and put it towards covering the cost of membership dues and also the cost of renting space within our building for someone to start a business. So we wanted to reduce that barrier to entry. We wanted to bring new businesses to Troy. And that's what this whole program is, is centered around. So when you're talking about businesses, is it creating the furniture for like a boutique or is it also thinking more about businesses that are based on making custom orders for clients or both? Yeah, it's anything that is creating a physical product. So we have a, there's a mix of things. Uh, we have one tech startup that is doing 3D printed uh, robotic 3D printed ceramic tiles for the architecture industry. Uh, we have an artist that does custom art pieces uh, for uh, just on a, like a commission basis. Uh, we have someone that does custom furniture for boutiques, high-end hotels, um, and see any yeah, pretty much any business making a physical product would uh, apply for that that small business program. Okay, so when you talk about a business, it's kind of like a co-working space for people work based on computers, except this is a co-working space for businesses that are using the creative handmade uh, elements. It, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it's also, I want to emphasize that it's not, it's not just for businesses. That's one of the great things about our space. We have 250 members, and that spans all walks of life. Uh, one of the, you know, kind of one of the things that we've seen is people who are just individual hobbyists. They look at our space and think, oh, that, that place is just for businesses. And then someone working a startup sees our space and goes, oh, that's just for hobbyists or individuals. That's not for me. But uh, both of those groups have a place at the center of gravity. Uh, so we really, we cover yeah, anyone making anything physical. So what are some of the eligib eligibility criteria for somebody to get the small business support? The primary things are you have to be a business, you have to be working on a physical product, and you have to be located in the city of Troy. And that also includes uh, if you are relocating to our address and using our 
our address, our facility as your primary place of business, that counts as well. And what are some other ways that you want to speak to small businesses and the ways that they can get support through this membership and through participating with the Tech Valley Center of Gravity? So the, the capital region as a whole has this, this wide network of support for, for businesses, for startups. And it can be, it's, it's very intimidating. Uh, there's, there's so many different organizations out there, uh, things run by UAlbany, RPI, Small Business Development Center. Uh, it's, it can be, yeah, it's very, it can be pretty complicated. But what we're able to do is make those connections to businesses coming into our community like ours. They tell us what they're working on, what their stumbling bar blocks are, and we can reach out to these organizations or make those connections to get businesses the support they need to be successful. Makerspaces seem like a, the concept seems very based in like the way that we used to work as communities where we shared spaces and we become very individualistic. This seems as we're in the time of climate crisis, a very sustainable also way to think about working and then also getting past our screens and creating that kind of community. Do you see this as like, a bit of climate activism or like do you see it in in that way as like a solution to our now problems a little bit yeah uh, part of the original impetus for starting the space uh, not only was it to help keep some of our tech grads in the region but a whole bunch of people saw that hey you know we have all of these technically minded makers they all have individually their own shops with all this great equipment what if we combine that all into a single resource that everyone can access? And we've also seen people who, you know, they maybe lived in a single family home, they had a garage filled with equipment, and they're downsizing, they're moving to an apartment, they're moving to more of this kind of downtown walkable environment. And instead of having their own shop with their own massive amounts of equipment, just getting access to ours that they can use anytime they want. So this whole idea of reducing the amount of equipment and resources that are duplicated all over the place and just centralizing it into one spot that's accessible for anyone. Uh, it really is a big part of, of makerspaces and then also being that community space where people can come, connect, share ideas, and continue to grow. Dan Falkenstrom, it's been great to speak with you about Tech Valley Center of Gravity, this makerspace, and all that it entails. What's the best way to find more information about the center. We have our website, tvcog.net. We also have an open house social night every Tuesday night from 630 to 9. So the best way to understand what the COG is, is to come by and visit. So any Tuesday evening, come say hi. All right. Thanks so much for joining me. Would you like to leave our listeners with anything? So we're, we're fond of saying everyone is a maker. Uh, so if you find yourself working on anything, doing anything, creating anything, there is most likely a place for you at the center of gravity. So don't be shy. Come on in, talk to some people and uh, see what we're all about. Thank you so much. You're very welcome.